Hello and welcome back to episode 16. We back of baby. the Best of Rivals podcast. I'm here with Jay. The be- hey, Jay. wait, wait. The best yeah. podcast in the business. You know how oh we're rocking. Jay, Jay, that's a little that's a little cocky. Listen, I'm down. I'm down. I agree, but you know. Come um, on, baby. Jay, it's been a it's been a good um good week for me for sure, you know. Um watching the FA Cup in Miami, you know, that went well. Um and Look, he we- has to throw in Miami, little flex. The viewers yeah, don't watch, need to know just, that. Jay, no one needs watching, to know. Jay, I was just watching out on the beach front, you know, looking at the water, looking at my team. You know, the blue of the shirt matched the blue of the ocean, you know, that type of thing. So, um, <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> no, but uh, honestly, um, great week for, for me and um, decent week for you guys, you know, playing Aston Villa twice, losing once, sorry, drawing once and uh, winning once. But it felt like a loss, though. So, if, dude. I mean, we'll get into that game. What a game, by the way. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be back, Jay. Are you? No, yeah, it, it feel, no. It feels great to be back. Honestly, uh, lately, time has just been moving so quickly and yeah, coming and going. And then we know we, we've had like pauses within like the podcast. Um, so it's just it's just been really really rocky. But I'm proud of us for sticking with it. Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're gonna be so more, con- so much more consistent, just because you know you the know. schedule around that time, you know, holidays, and then you're going on vacation, and I'm going on vacation. And exactly. Crazy, so, you know, birthdays um, coming up, New Year's, like it just, it's just been yeah. wild, man. Um, but like, I think that's 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 a great leeway to you know what's been going on. I, I've watched, I mean, I guess the Premier League here and there, kept up with it. Yeah. I've seen y- your boys. You know, you guys have been doing your thing. Shouts to you. Twelve uh, games I, straight. You said what? Some, I think we're like twelve or eleven games straight. Uh, yeah, out of, I don't know something crazy. It's impressive. It's it's very impressive. But I'm not surprised. Um, did we learn anything? You know, from from your perspective when you guys played against Chelsea, or like what um, was it for you? Honestly, it's one of those things where it's just. I think it just shows the level. The difference in levels, right? Okay. Um, we beat Chelsea one 0 last time, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, and now we beat them again one 0 I just think, I think that that period last year when we lost three times in a row to these guys, I think that was a little bit, a little bit of Pep overthinking it. I was thinking it's a little bit of a fluke, maybe a little bit of momentum. I'm not entirely sure. I mean, um, it, it was a fluke. Um, I, I yeah. thought at least just looking at it from Chelsea getting that far. Mm-hmm. And Man City not performing well enough, yeah. and it's just so many ands. You know, I'm saying and again and and again. KDB got hurt. Yeah, and that's in, in that's your best game. player. So it's like I, I don't chose. I knew right away that it, it was BS when they won. Um, yeah, a win's a win. And at the yeah, end, yeah. at the end of the day, in the history books, you know, it's going to say that Chelsea has a Champions League title and shouts to them, but. Nah, it, it it didn't feel like it was the right winner, you know, if that makes sense. And, exactly. I, and I, I think this year we're kind of starting to prove that a little bit. Um, KDB's goal was just incredible. I mean, bro, he's shooting so much more now. Like that's, some, that's actually one of the things I noticed is he's shooting so much more because we don't have a traditional number nine. Yeah. That he's just like every time he's put, like within 30 yards, he's looking at the goal, which is which is great. Um, I mean, it's finishers in, in the game. So honestly. I think that's great. What do, what do you value most when it comes to KDB? Is it the is it the vision and the playmaking, yeah. or is it his low key? Because I, I I think it's very impressive. He is a great goal scorer, man. Yeah, 
He can yeah. drill it in from Dude, outside the box, inside the box, with, both, the feet, box, with both, both feet. feet. It's crazy. Clinical. He's, he's, he's really the full package. It's just it depends on the game, right? The game's yeah. going to sort of determine if we need him to be a more advanced score or if he, if you know Sterling and them are making runs, he can you know pick the pass perfectly. So, you know, I think his passing is just. His passing and combined with his decision making is what makes him an like an elite midfielder, right? Yeah. But you can't sleep on on his shot at all. So, sure, I go with the passing, but you know, I mean, it, <laughs> you're playing it safe. No, I got you. I got you. No, I mean, I got I got to go with the passing, bro. I mean, he's like every time he gets the ball, I think he's going to make the right play, and I think he's going to make the right pass, and nine out of ten times he does. So, all right, just, keep it keep just, it really quick. Where do you rank him? Top five, top three. Top ten in, in midfielders of all time of all time. Oh, I don't know about all time. I mean, it's difficult in football, right? Okay. I mean, especially all the footage that I haven't seen. It's that's tough. I mean, if you talk about like like, in the last twenty, great years, answer. Last twenty years, listen. Last twenty years, I, I can I can confidently say there's not. Too I, I only I only bring it up because I see it all the time. You know. Yeah. On the on the Twitter waves and everything, Instagram. KDB is the is the greatest of all time. He's up there with you know. Uh, Zidane and everybody. It's like, is he? Is he? Is he? Does he have a case? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. I see where you're going with. Okay. This is how I love Twitter. This is why I love Twitter. They always make you think. I mean, even if they're complete idiots. Um, <laughs> that's interesting because obviously back, you know, back in my day, I've watched a lot of Zidane, a lot of Kaká, right? Yeah. These types of midfield, Ronaldo, exactly. even these types of midfielders that just lit up the stage, even on the international level as well. I don't know if KDB is. Um, Maybe, I mean, I've watched more games from him than those guys, right? So it's very yeah. difficult for me to like not be biased. I mean, because Zidane has over him a World Cup, right? He has one World with Cup. France, yeah. uh, Champions League. I, I think so, right? Or at least a World Cup I, final I, yeah, against well, Italy. Remember, yeah, remember, yeah, yeah, the I, yeah they, they didn't win. Yeah. Oh yeah, they had but the they classic had but. <laughs> I, I was watching that game. I remember that shit. Too. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, what I'm saying, it's a conversation. It's it's, it's a conversation. conversation. Of course. Of course. Um, I don't know personally where I would rank him because, um, like, I, I don't know. Like you said, there's so much footage and there's so many midfielders that I'm, I know I, I'm probably not going to include in my top like, five like or he's, top like he's be- Is he better than Paul Scholes? Like, there's a debate. Sure, he's yes, a little bit yes, of a different player. Yes, he is. As, as, a, as a talent, I've seen, like, I've seen footage, footage on – like, I didn't see Paul play personally, but I've seen footage on him. Mm, okay. um, and then I've seen KDB play footage, it's everything. A- He's but a better talent. I, I would agree overall his game's better, but the same, I mean, especially defensively. Defensively, yeah. KDB does it as well. But Paul but was same, cold, though. I, I mean, the game was different, though, back then. I mean, a lot of people talk about, and I'm not trying to stray too far away from the subject, but a, pe- a lot of people talk about Ryan Giggs, you know, his stats didn't really him show up. a lot. And it's like, Ryan Giggs, Giggs was, was a, a left, he was a left midfielder, right? There's no more. There's no such thing as a left midfielder in today's game. Either exactly. a left winger or you're a left back. Or Do maybe I, a left I, I make... Back. <laughs> Left midfielders and like my player on uh, FIFA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like that's that's how unheard of it is, dude. It's cr- you know, like there's no more four four two in this thing, bro. So facts. It's uh, like so. It, yeah, it's just it's interesting, interesting conversation for sure. Yeah. Um, but you know, as the season's gone on, and as KDB has, in my opinion, been one of our best players. You know, we we always go on this run, right? This is what Man City's done for the last maybe two, three years now, is we've gone on this run of winning games, winning games, winning games. And unfortunately, for the entertainment aspect of, of the Prem, looks like no team's really caught up with us or kept pace with us. Um, is this is this kind of the point in the season where you're like, ah, eh, okay, 
game, the game's over, right? You know, le- le- league's done, season's yeah. over. Let's just look to the Champions League now because this is kind of uh, in the back. <laughs> you know, or do you still have excitement week week after week? Truthfully speaking, uh, it's it's the first answer. Well, the first question you you um you know you posed to me. Uh, it's been like this with me for like you know the last five years now because Man City's just been dominant for that long, um, yeah. even longer than that probably. I don't even know, but it gets to a point where it's like you know they're gonna win. You guys are so mm-hmm. far ahead, you know, and on United's part, it's the same thing. We have flashes throughout the season, but then at this point, it's, it's we're getting one point. Do you, you know do you feel, one point every weekend and, and yeah. things like that, of that nature or losing games? That, that's a very interesting point. Do you feel that your do you feel that you guys getting second place last year sort of set unrealistic expectations for this season? No, no, because we're still Man United. Every mm. season in, season out, it's we want to win the title. We have the most titles. When you have the most titles in a league, Premier League-wise, because I know Liverpool fans are going to say, well, we have – I don't want to hear it. PL, we're talking PL. We have the most. So when you establish that, there's no second – like, we're at that standard. Okay. Okay. So it it doesn't even matter, right? Like, manager, players, you guys expect to be – So okay, so so when we hear about – so when we hear about this top four stuff, and, and we'll sort of get into, if, you know, if you actually think that top four is still realistic, I mean, does, is it almost embarrassing or like a little bit hard to talk about, like from a standpoint of we're just trying to get to top four? I mean, you just talked about you guys are Man United. You guys are supposed to be con- contending every single season. You guys are barely in the, in the conversation for top four at this point. And it does put a smile on my face, I'll be honest with you, um, especially watching the Aston Villa game. Um, it, yeah, Is it realistic at this point? I mean, I, I no. It's, I mean, it's it's you. not. It's not because if if you've been watching and not not you personally, but just like the average fan or average person, if you've been watching or paying attention at least somewhat, you will know that Man U isn't doing good on paper, and they they damn sure ain't doing good in the media because that yeah. locker room is a shit show. Yeah. So like. Not only are we doing bad just like out there on the field, we're we're battling like our own like chemistry and just you know, communication. It's just it's terrible right now. It's so yeah. bad. So I don't see top four at all. Um okay. we, we are think, far what away. Think, what do you think needs to be fixed first, right? Is is it the is it the sort of leadership um and standards being set by the club and the manager? Oh, oh it's it's what United at this point like don't get me wrong, like I, I I, I've been thinking, how how am I going to address this? Because the, the players are are one thing, right? Yeah. I, I've, I've been seeing it. It's 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 really bad. Like a, a bunch of divas. Um, mm. I've never seen anything like it at Man United right now, right? But scratch that. Th- th- that's talent out there that we have that's already been producing. And I've seen it with my own eyes. We've all seen it. Yeah. This stems back to something that's been happening the past five, six, seven years with Man United. That off that front office, that it needs to go. Everybody, <laughs> cut every. Um, clean the house. Yeah. Because then with that, player decisions are are made as well. We won't mm-hmm. we won't be giving Harry Maguire eighty you know bucks whatever when we know he isn't that that player. Mm-hmm. The dude is out there like losing his spot every every week, week in and week out. He's but he's to, he's supposed like he's to be our our, our, our ace. 
I don't want to like come on, man. Yeah. It starts mm-hmm. with that, with that, that 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 front office, that management. They need to go. Like Ali was one thing, you know, but uh, he's not he's not the whole thing. I don't I don't I, I don't know because like it's hard because the Glazers. We we can we can we can talk about you know behind the scenes here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want I don't want to be too political because I I don't know all the facts. But the Glazers, man, they have money. And I don't see them. Well, what happened this summer though? I mean, listen, I know listen, I know money's not going to solve any everything, right? I, I know one good transfer window isn't going to solve everything. But when you guys do spend pretty much the most money in the summer on what we all at this and and again during the summer thought was the best best. Uh, transfer window for a team in the Premier League. Again, Ronaldo, Varane, Sancho, um, I believe one more as well. Um about coming in for uh yeah the season? It, yeah, exactly. In, in the summer, I mean you guys spent really, really well. I mean, you know, isn't that isn't that the owner? I mean the owner spent the money. I mean, that's kind of like his job. Like obviously there's other parts to um being an owner, but you know I think the I think the big shot. I, I just guys, think you know I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, but too much has been tolerated mm. and allowed at Man United from That's, yeah, you know the people who run the show, and, and with that you're just not going to have a you know productive environment. Um, because I think coach is going to be undermined and yeah. players going to have egos. I, I, I saw this yeah. coming. Like I don't I don't want to speak too much on Cristiano. But I saw this coming when he came, you know, when he, reports were like, oh, he's coming to Man United. Yes, with that comes the great Cristiano Ronaldo, Mr. Champions League, you know, all these goals, the legend himself. Yeah. But then there's the the ego. You know, there's the, the mentality that I know some players, they're not ready for. Yeah, yeah. And let's be real. You, you look at it on, on paper. Cristiano Ronaldo does not match up. Like these players aren't the same elk as him at all. Like at all. Yeah, yeah. It does look a little bit odd when, it's when odd. you're looking at the when you're looking at the pitch and you're looking at McTominay and Fred and then you look at Ronaldo right next to him. And so like, so so when I see reports like reports, quote unquote, you know, we don't want to take too much with this, but when I see reports of Greenwood and, and, and all these other players complaining, saying that, you know, Cristiano's too much, it's, yeah, it makes sense. Like, what do you expect? You, you, yeah. you pair this guy up with this guy when they're at two different stages in their career. Yeah, you're yeah. goofies, but you want them. <laughs> you want them to make money. This is why I say it starts with the owners. They they knew what they did, what they were, what they were doing, and mm-hmm. now you're you're reaping the the consequences. That's very interesting. That's a very interesting point because as we as we both uh, mentioned again when that move first happened, podcast episode I don't know two or three maybe. We mentioned that the only reason they got Ronaldo was because. City wanted him. That was the only reason. So it, it kind of does make sense now that, you know, they didn't look at all the consequences. And that's something we talked about, right? Like the last thing Manchester United needed was Cristiano Ronaldo. You know, yeah. when you have six offensive players, and we weren't even talking about Alanga back then, right? He just started, you know, yesterday. But it's um, it's a very interesting point, you know. And I, th- I think there's this big pull between is Ronaldo the problem? Is Ronaldo not the – is Ronaldo the only th- – person that's not the problem like what is the problem you know and, and you're kind of what you're really saying is there's very low expectations and low standards throughout the club and that's going to obviously filter in to the actual performance on the pitch so, yes like I'm like yeah yeah basically to sum it up you know um I don't think it's Ralph I don't blame him yeah. at all um 
Didn't easily. have a good game. Didn't have a good management game yesterday, though. Oh no! I mean, no. having, I mean, not closing the game out after two nil is is kind of two two two. When we can't afford to like drop points like that, yeah, it makes no sense, you know. And then, and then, because I don't want to want to you know stay here too long and linger, but it it disappoints me and it rubs me the wrong way when you know you go on social media and you see man you praising Bruno for getting a brace or something, you know, mm-hmm. after the game when we it's two two like. Yeah, that's that that that's that's the stage. I don't like we're at like where we're at where we're at right now. You know, yeah, um, yeah. we're so big where we just want to make noise and ratings and likes. Like, no, it's it's about W's. Ima- yeah, imagine like they've imagine lost like touch, a, man. They've lost touch. Imagine like a Wayne Rooney or like a a Roy Keane like going to the press the next day and saying, "Oh, I scored two goals. Yeah, well, I played well." Like they it's, care about winning, bro. winning, winning, man. Like not the stats. I'm, I've never been a stat. By like, the way, that's, that's, that's a that's, either, that's yeah. I don't want to teach. But I'm, I'm about to preach to the to the, to the choir to the crowd. Everybody right now <laughs> to, Twitter. to Twitter. It's always to Twitter, bro. Listen, it's always man. to Twitter. Bruno, like I love him, I love him. But stats is one thing. You know, mm-hmm. you you can produce, you can you can get goals, you can do all the, all these things, right? Wins to me, that's not stats. That's something that's like it has to be done at the end of the day. Yeah. There's a win and there's a loss. We've never been about stats. Never. Yeah. Wayne Rooney was like on on pace to be the all time leading goal scorer throughout his whole career career and we knew it, right? But what yeah. was what was it that like every season we came into like the mindset with? We want that title. Yeah. That's why we got Robin Van Percy. We wanted that title. Mm-hmm. He he can give a F about the rivalry, Arsenal, United, he yeah. wanted a title. That's a good point. It's a W. That's that's what we're about, not stats. Cut it out. And what's so you know, if we want to do talk if we want to talk about stats, sure, let's bring up the good stats, the goals, the this, the that. Let's also look at the bad stats. I mean, I watched the game. How many times did he give the ball away? Like this is a player that a, it happens all the time. He's literally kicking the ball away. And it, it honestly, the way he's playing, it looks like he's running to get the ball to just kick the ball away. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. I'm like, yo, this guy. Um, and, but guess what? He scores two goals, so he's not the problem. I, I think a lot of those players are the problem. I think a lot of the system is the problem. We could talk about that all day, but there's one player um, who doesn't look like he's going to be getting his spot back anytime soon. And I know this is a Man U and Man City podcast. Now it's a Premier League podcast, but we're going to stay on Man U just for a little bit. Oh, we're hot um, right now. We got all the drama. Um, We're back. We're back, baby. By the way, by the way, I did love Coutinho's um, return to the prem. Um, my goodness, I was. Hey, I've never liked. Facts. I've never liked Coutinho so much. Um, he he by has, the way, he has, shout no shouts to him. Let's yeah. let's not even skim over it. Um, in my in my opinion, one of he's he's top two. He's top two. It's him and Suarez to me. Liverpool players. Mm. Um, the last I say twenty years. Wow. First off, first off, I guess you hate Steven Gerrard. No problem. I, I respect it. I don't like that. Wait, talent? Let's wait. Let's let's talk talent here. Yes, I'm taking Coutinho and Suarez over Gerrard. Stop it. Talent. Yes. Listen, okay. Okay. okay yes. Listen, 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 listen. I, I remember. I, I know. I, okay, relax. I remember. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when Coutinho was in, was on a Liverpool, and I yeah. always used to say, "Man, this guy is absolutely incredible." Like yes. I remember, it, like incredible. 
Yes. And then and then he goes to Barcelona and they play him out of position. So I'm like, yep, they just messed him up. I knew he was going to come back to the Premier League and perform. This this is none of this is surprising. I get it. It's only been 20, 25 minutes, but great player. Suarez, I think one Suarez is one of those players where sure you can hate him. I think most people on the planet don't like the guy, and probably justifiably so. Um but man, did he he produced. He scored goals and goals and more goals. I mean the guy was ridiculous. But he's amazing. He have, he's amazing. Amazing. Sadly, his team a, wasn't that great at the time. Uh-huh. They they weren't yep. that good, good enough. Um, but but when um, you have a player like Steve Steven Gerrard, who's been the player on that team for X amount of years, like even even if we're talking about Salah right now, right? We can mm, talk about Salah right now and mm, add him to the conversation. Yeah, add, add it's that very bum. Difficult. <laughs> it's very <laughs> difficult. It's very difficult to to be like okay. Um, this player who was at, who was at Liverpool for four years, this Liverpool player who's there for six years, they're all better than Stevie G, who's they've been there for fifteen years. So it's yeah. very difficult, you know. Um, That's facts. Uh, it's I, an interesting conversation. It's a lot of a lot another of one. I want. Players. I just want to throw past you and see if you yeah. agree. Maybe Fernando Torres. Does no, he have a case? I mean, he, he had. A, he had a nice run. He had a nice I, run. He had a nice. He had a nice run. run. I, think, I, I think that was just like one of those things where it's a kind of like perfect situation type of okay. thing. Okay. Um, you know, I like it though. He's one of those strikers where. You know, the second he got to Chelsea, it was, it was chalked. I so, was chalked. He was he was shot, man. And it, and it wasn't like kind of sad. Physical. It wasn't a physical thing. It was just like, oh, he's actually not as good as we thought. You know, like his his play style was specific to that. So th- team. that's that's an, another story for a different day. Because yeah. um, I, I love that one. This is why I think Cristiano's the goat. He sh- he showed us in every kind of league that he mm. he can produce. Um, hundred percent, hundred percent. Yeah. Um. But you know, let's switch it up a little bit. Um, of course, I think it's pretty exciting, right? You know, uh, we talk about Man City all the time, and how uh, you guys came up uh, with this this oil money, quote unquote. Came up, you know. Um, I don't know if you know the little little history lesson, Jay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I I read this maybe like last year sometime. Manchester United actually, like, I believe they, like, needed money or needed, like, room for a stadium or something like that. And we, Manchester City, gave it to you guys. Like, like way back in the day, like in the 60s. Don't, so, so, do, do not disrespect. You guys, you guys were struggling. You guys were on your knees. You guys were, you guys were homeless. I'm not even, I'm not you guys even throwing were homeless. I'm going off of what the Don't general talk about consensus. oil money. <laughs> I'm saying general consensus, you know, uh, oil money, quote unquote, right? This is how you guys have gotten these no, titles. This is how you yeah. guys have, have became relevant. And let's be real. Let's be real. What academy player have you guys produced in, in, in the last, you know, 20, 25 years that Jeez. rivals? Wait, that rivals Giggs, Rooney. I'm, I'm putting even Ronaldo in there. I know he came from sporting, but I'm putting Ronaldo. He can't. He's, he's, a, he's then a United. you can't put him in? No, nah, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> he's coming, baby. He Jay. with us too, boy. Stop it. Jay, Jay. First off. This has got to be the worst point you've ever made. First off, we have Phil Foden. He's one of the he's Phil a generation. Foden. Oh my god! <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, Phil Foden. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Phil Jay, Jay, you're an absolute moron. You're an absolute moron. Phil Foden, go on. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Go ahead. First off, he's a, <laughs> gener- he's going to be a generational talent. Okay, okay, no question. Okay, okay. And guess what? The other guys on your team, Jaden Sancho. That's what I, the other guys on your team. So what are you talking about? Oh my! So so D D D. Yes, you guys. Have produ- uh, listen, you guys have produced talent, right? How does Correct. that rival 
and you can be real with me, bro. I'm, How does I'm that rival Giggs, Rooney? Do you see the, the Rooney, name? Rooney, just, did, Rooney didn't come for he came from Everton. I know. What are you talking about? I'm talking about you. You said academy players. Okay, okay, great point, great point, great point. You guys are Rashford. Speaking of Rashford, <laughs> oh, don't even go. That's that's how you gonna do it. <laughs> Speaking of Rashford. Speaking of Rashford, the guy might as well retire. He's done. Okay, okay, Jay. Serious question. Yes. Is he getting back into this team? It, when I mean getting back, I mean like, is he going to be, become a regular starter again, or is this guy like is is Ralph done with him for the season? The guy's playing a lango over him. Let's be honest. I mean, it, it, Ralph doesn't have, doesn't have a say in it at all. Um, Ralph, Ralph's just a he's just a no. Just honestly, a yes man. listen, like Rashford is a bigger. He's a player bigger than a manager, you know. Damn. Uh, At and, and 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 <laughs> <laughs> he shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. You know why? Because like he's not good enough. We all know that. I'm big on that, and I'm not even trying to talk down on the guy. Yeah. This is not me saying like he's a bad person. Like none of that. Marcus Rashford is a great person. Like we know that. You know the person Absolutely. outside of the pitch. It kind of sucks that, like this stuff gets brought into it. Like, like you it, almost it can't sucks. criticize him it just sucks. because like he's he's a good it's person. Disgusting. Kind of silly, you know. I, I'm I'm able to separate the person from the, the art. It's it's no, so easy. No for one's me. no one's attacking these guys personally. You know, no one. I mean, sure, we might make a joke here and there, but like it's yeah. like yeah, it's ridiculous. Let's, let's let's talk about the player though. He just so happens he is an academy player. Mm-hmm. I apologize. You know, I, I'm just saying. I say academy because like. They spend most of their chunk of their career there. Of course, of course. Him but I know what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, Marcus Rashford is an academy player. He suffers from the from just the syndrome of they want to baby him. They mm-hmm. want to coddle him. And he can't do any wrong. So oh, it's he it's, he's maturing. He's gonna he's a, developing. He's gonna be a better player. How he's like when does that he's, end? He's, he's been in the first team for how long? Like four, when does four, that five, end? Five six years? Yeah, exactly. Let's, exactly. Let's, where's the same energy that you guys have for Martial? Mm-hmm. For come on, Rashford. He, we need yeah. the same thing, man. That's a that's, the, a, that's a big that's a bro. bro. That's a big point right there because they come together you, like they came came up together basically. And then what real. they try to do is put Martial in a position where he doesn't even play. So doesn't even compete at this point now. And, and now, and now what you heard from what I believe uh, he put on Twitter. Uh, Marshall put on Twitter something like, "Yo, I, I was, I was ready to play. Like, I wanted to play that game." And and Ragnar said that I, I didn't want to play, but I did want to play. Like, they, dude, they're just like it's just, it's just so political over there, bro. It's disgusting. And, and I think I think Rashford, I think Rashford, um, <clears throat> it's it's difficult, right? Because you know, you can obviously see the the Im- immense talent that that Marcus Rashford is, right? You we can all see it. You know, he he will excel like, in a different. I think a, a different system, a different, a different environment, like yeah, a different environment. Maybe like maybe like in, in Germany or something like that. Like, bro, he would kill. Like, kill. He, hasn't, he hasn't improved. You know, like he hasn't he hasn't really improved a lot, um, if any, over the last maybe three years or so. And that's something that you you know you guys as, um, as a club, you guys have to worry about that, right? Like Greenwood. I mean, watching Greenwood the other day. I mean. The guy's literally not looking up to make a pass. He's looking up to score every yeah. single time. Like yeah. at some point, you got to be like, "Yo, just look for a pass." Like, like these are little improvements that could be made so, if there was. So this this uh, is why the selection of our next manager is very very important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I want someone to come in and and really take him because like the talent's there. It's clearly there. You know, that's got to be a starter next season, right? That's it has gotta to be. Has to. 
Like we, we don't see, know if he started this season. Exactly, but there was like, oh, Rashford's coming back, so where does Ronaldo's he really fit in? Here now, yeah. Sancho is also starting. Exactly. Yeah. But we so know let's now. Put him on the, let's put him on the wing or something. Like he's not a winger. Is it? No. He's a, he's, that guy's a center forward. Center forward. Hundred percent. We know now. He has to start, man. And I, I, I want to see a manager with a, with a nice philosophy mm-hmm. comes in, nice scheme, um, and places him in the right position where he can excel. Because I don't, I don't want that to be a talent that we we mess up on. Like yeah. Rashford had a had a point where he was, I, yeah, I thought he was going to be great too, um, but then I, I saw, I was like, nah, you see he's, 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 he's it, not yeah. there yet. He's like, he's just yeah, not yeah. good enough. Um, Greenwood has it though. He has it. Greenwood has it. He has Greenwood it. has it for sure. And 100%. he wants. It. I, I, Jay, I'll tell you who doesn't have it, and that's Newcastle United. I believe they're now at the bottom of the table. Let me just triple check that. Um, let me just triple check that. Oh, Burnley. Oh, my, my my fault. My fault. <laughs> Newcastle are with 12 points, Burnley with 11. Burnley has three more games to play than them. So, yeah, basically Newcastle in the bottom of the bottom here. Yeah. Um, obviously, the big deal that happened uh, this season with um, the guys from uh, Saudi Arabia, they come in. Now they have a it. bunch of money to spend. Um, obviously, we're during, it's during the, uh, we're halfway through the January transfer window. I don't believe they got any players in yet. Jay, they might be going de- – they might have the most money in England – and they're going to be in the second division. Isn't that crazy? So, do you honestly like see them making any moves to get out of it, or are they just like, you know what, we're going to be complacent. We don't really care. We've already got the big. We've already got the bag. You know, like as as a fan, and maybe even as a player, like we've already got the bag. We don't have to really worry about it. We're going to go back up next season, which they obviously are. But isn't it kind of embarrassing? Like it's. I mean, it's it's, it's not a good look for the league for one. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know they're very disappointed. That's a lot of money. They have invested um, in the club. They will be that they, they, yeah in the club, and then they will be investing yeah exactly in the players. So yeah, that's not probably going to be in the Premier League next season. Uh, how does that look on on them as a brand? For one, uh, it's, it's it's not a good look uh, for Newcastle. It can it can be it can be one or two ways. Um, I, I think this is a blessing in disguise for them. I don't think they're ready for that spotlight yet. You know. Okay. Maybe maybe take a year off and, and build. So go buy some players. They got a lot of yeah. money. See what's good in the, in the champion champions. I mean championship, uh, yeah. and and ball out, and then yeah. come back to the Premier League next season or the following year. And um, the the problem the problem is how many good players are going to be willing to play in the championship next year, right? Like if you talk about if you talk about spending your money, are you you know like how much extra are you gonna have to spend to get a good quality player to play in the second division? In England, you know, how far off? Wait, how far off is it though? Because I, I look at it this way: you, when you're in the Premier League, you're already fighting for either the title, a spot in the Champions League, or a spot in a. In a, a or you're league. trying to fight relegation, yeah, or, or, relegation. or you're trying to fight relegate, relegation, yeah. right? Exactly. I see. So, so I why not? Why why not take your ass down to Championship? And fight for a spot up to the next level, because either way, you're going to be doing that in that same that, level. That'd be some good experience, to be honest with you, especially for the players that they are going to keep going forward. And that's kind of the thing. I think a lot of people, when they talk about Man City, they they don't realize like, okay, when the money came in, we didn't just go and get like all the best players. Like that wasn't the case. We started. I remember we started. I, we started with like Alano and yeah. Garrido. Like if if you're not a Man City fan during that period, you don't even understand. Like these players, you would forget. You have no idea who they are anymore. Right, but that's who we started with, and we started with a bunch of 
C plus B minus level players. And we built up to a Yaya Torre. We built up to a David Silva. We built up to an Aguero, to a yeah. company. We built up to these players. I, th- I think it's very unrealistic for Newcastle and United to be like, okay, let's go get Mbappe. Like, it's just not going to happen. So I, I think that what you're saying is actually pretty cool, like a pretty good point. Whether they're bottom of the league this season or uh, in the championship next season, I don't think it really matters because it's still going to be a period of three, four, maybe even five years before they even start competing for the top six, the top four, right? Yeah. With all their money. So Facts. Now, at the same time, if I were them, I would go all out this summer to make sure I'm in the Premier League next season. That's what I would do. It's not like the competition's steep. You got Burnley, you got Norwich, you got Watford, you got Everton, you got Leeds. Those are the teams who are going to be going down potentially. So you can you can get your you can get your ass out of the out of the top out of the bottom three. Oh yeah, because um, pretty I mean, pretty easily. Oh my god, I can't believe Everton dropped that much. I know. Remember we were talking about him like top six. Yes. Top eight, wow. Like, I know, and, and really? Benitez, I forgot Benitez just got fired. I mean, I I forgot we didn't even talk about that. But that, man, um, that's just another that's just another manager gone. How many is it, like twelve now? I think what Pep Klopp, only ones left. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's crazy, bro. Everybody got fired. Oh my um, god. So yeah, one. it's it, it's gonna be um it's gonna be interesting to see how this stuff all this stuff pans out. You know, we have a lot of season left to be honest with you. It kind of feels like we're towards the end, but um we've got a lot of season left and. uh I'll be looking. For, I'll be looking forward to next to uh, this coming week. I know you guys have Brentford, followed by West Ham. West Ham's going to be a massive, massive game for you guys. Crazy! It's going to be rocking, man. I can't wait yeah. for that one. And um, we're just going to keep on rolling. Southampton. Listen, we have to avenge our loss against Southampton. Did we lose? No, we tied against Southampton. We have to avenge our, hey, our draw. That's going to be a slip up right there. There you go. You guys are losing so? that game. I think we're winning eight 0 um, all right. Saying, oh my God. <laughs> He's <laughs> no. I had to, man, I had to try man, it's come back from Miami talking crazy. I know, low key, low key. I'm kind of hyped right now. <laughs> um, all right, Jay. Uh, episode 16. It's been a it's been a pleasure to get back. To Fire. You, like I love talking about this stuff with you. Love looking at. Love watching the um, the Man United soap opera every uh, every week. Hey, I'm only this season. Man. Only we are bouncing back with some good play. You sound like be, Harry Maguire on it's, Twitter. It's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> bouncing back. Okay, Jay. Okay, Jay. All right, guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> my God. Episode 16. Peace.